Yes, I am. Yeah, And welcome to another episode of Africa's Untold Stories. Um, the second episode of the fourth season. Today's episode is an Ofori special. So, Serum is going to take us through this episode. Mm. And so, yeah, I am fading into the background. Yeah. Okay, so. It's all you. Yeah, let's just go straight into it so that we try to keep it as short as we say we always will but never do mm. Mm. so today we are going to be discussing scarification huh now that i think about it i haven't mm-hmm. given you any pictures or stuff to throw but we'll, we'll do that later right so we're going to be discussing scarification yeah. in mm-hmm. different contexts so i'm going to do it in three different ways i'm going to talk about how it's used for identification that's one I'm going to talk about how it was used for like negotiation. That's two. And then the third one, I'm going to talk about how it's used for just the aesthetic and slightly more than aesthetic purpose. So without further ado, Mm -hmm, let's mm -hmm. jump into it. Okay, excellent. So um, I presume, first of all, that this episode is going to be in two parts he confirmed that earlier yeah, yeah. so i'm presuming we're going to cover are we are we going to cover all three parts in this episode or you're just covering like a section of it, it depends on how much i can do in 40 minutes hmm. all right so okay then my first question is going to be um you mentioned three groups like three um, three use cases three, <laughs> three use cases yeah. yes um does that mean people didn't um okay first of all what is scarification good let's answer that question i'm glad you asked what is scarification so scarification is basically a form Mm -hmm. of bodily inscription right where Mm -hmm. people make scars using sharp objects on themselves so it's purposefully scarring yourself to leave a mark now that's similar to tattooing except the method for tattooing is different so those two things are both forms of bodily inscription it's just that the methods are different we're going to be talking about another one actually that's called cicatrization which uses a slightly different method from scarification but then when we get to the different use cases i'll talk about those but yeah simply scarification a form of bodily inscription where a sharp object is used to make a scar on a person. Okay. Mm. Okay. So, um, if I had to pick something for our audience, mm. um, based on your definition, mm-hmm. the most um, glaring or the most obvious pop culture example of scarification that comes to mind immediately is Killmonger. Perfect. Okay, so... You see the the scars Killmonger has on him? Now, that's a form of cicatrization. So, in that particular method of scarification, after they make the cuts, they use like um, caustic juices from plants or like something that would irritate the skin. So, instead of a normal scar, you'd have like a little bump or a keloid on the body, right? So, that's actually practiced by some people in Ethiopia, I believe where they make i think it's called the car the, they are called the caro where the men make a scar on their body with every kill they make in battle so the inspiration oh, oh you know 
You know, in the Black Panther movies, Killmonger actually says yeah. that. He says each um, scar is a representation of, of someone, someone he's, he's killed. killed. Exactly. So that's like straight out of those people. Oh, that's a nice touch. Yeah. That's a nice touch. I knew it had a basis in like in reality, but I didn't know that the meaning of the scars were the same. Oh, yeah. They, were, they are pretty much so that's, the same. Oh, okay. That's and interesting. That's I'm pretty interesting. sure that kind of reminds you of a certain Sunny from... <laughs> from uh what's that thing called oh that 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 series jesus i've forgotten the name wait a, a certain word sunny. it reminds me of a certain word you know that series sunny 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 yes he but they make a tattoo he makes a tattoo on himself every time he gets a kill ah I've forgotten the name of the series will come to me later into the badlands holy crap yes. yeah it doesn't <laughs> oh right right yes. right 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 yeah, into the yeah, badlands yeah. the less popular yes. show though a lot of people probably wouldn't you recognize would that one. but as like it's something you and i <laughs> but yeah basically the same yeah, concept yeah, too yeah. you sky yourself every time you make a kill in the battle but funny thing is mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. women in that particular region they use it strictly or well they use it mostly for beautification purposes so you sort of jumped me ahead to one of our use cases <laughs> yeah yeah that was going to be my next that was going to be my next question though yeah um bullet points mm. i know that when it comes to scarification there are so many like um uh let's say so many explanations like i know for a fact that the 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 whole concept of scarification can be covered in a thesis that is like two thousand pages long really at least yes so right now what i want you to do is just give like um bullet points just give bullet points for use cases um why do people scar themselves mm. give me some of them some of them okay so i'm going to start yeah. with the most obvious one which is identification mm-hmm. of course so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then so a lot of a lot of people are easily identifiable by the scars they have on their faces or on yeah, their bodies yeah. as would we'll, as we'll soon see mm-hmm. in some of the use cases we discuss so that's one bullet point yeah. identification now identification yes, the problem is that most of the european visitors we had in the past thought it ended at identification that was one mm-hmm. of their problems so they see something exterior they're like oh okay so this is like a f- way of tribal identification but then it went beyond that so we are going to see in this episode that beyond identification there's a use case where different groups of people who well a group of people conquer another group of people and then to foster peaceful living amongst them they each exchange like scarification method so i adopt your scarification you adopt my scarification method as a way of fostering peace between the two groups that's another use case so scarification and then peaceful exchange yes and then the third one which i'm pretty sure it's i will weird you out with so beyond beautification it had a form of a sensual and erotic uses Wait, 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 no. So, beautification is the third point. Yes, beautification is the third point. And you are co-joining with the fourth point being what? Sensual arousal. Arousal? Yes. Wait. <laughs> Sensual arousal. Like, there that, that, that are people, there are people, right, that sticks and stones may break oh, their bones, man. but, like, a few bumps on your skin actually get to them, yeah? So, <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. Um, wow. 
Uh huh. Uh-huh. That's like that's like masochism in like the the most extreme form. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty interesting, and the women there. Well, the 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 from the research oh, also will be linking the papers so that you know that everything I'm seeing is not like a made up thing, right? Yes, yes, yes. yes so yeah. <laughs> this was wait, wait, no, no, hold on, hold on. Before you proceed, okay. before you proceed, do you have more use cases, more use uses you want to provide? Because I've I have a question about that particular particular one. So do you have more use cases you want to provide? Uh, first these are, before I these are, these are the ones I'll end up right now. These are the ones we're ending yeah. now. These five mm-hmm. ones. Okay, so. Um, about the beautification slash sensual part. Mm-hmm. First of all, I want names. <laughs> which <laughs> which ethnicities <laughs> and which countries can we find such people? Okay, okay. Since you you want to jump straight to that one, so those are people yes. found in southern Mozambique, Nigeria, Nigeria, no, southern Mozambique. Oh, Mozambique. <laughs> yes. no, no, the Nigerians don't do that. <laughs> right, I reserve huh. the Nigerian ones for identification. The Nigerians do like really weird stuff, though. Let me just let me just put that out there. <laughs> yeah, I've seen your scarification. Is <laughs> wow. They do some really crazy ones. There's 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 actually a particular use case in Nigeria where they scarred particular children that they thought were like a cop like when couples keep losing children, right? They mm-hmm. they think that it's a child sent from like the devil or the gods to punish that parent. So Oh, I heard of that one. They before. scar the kid so that when they the kid comes again they can identify them yeah i think it's called abiku and ubanji or something that's a particular use case for the for that but then it turns out that it was just like children that had sickle cell anemia and those ones typically don't oh, <laughs> they don't typically live long <laughs> so, <laughs> so, oh, man. So, yeah. wait but 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 you know you know what you just mentioned though it does remind me of um a particular one um i remember um, I remember I met I met there's a lady mm. there's a lady I know um, and she has she has a scar mm. on her cheek. Now, for those of you who are not aware, we are Ghanaians. Mm. Seram being a southerner, me being a northerner. And when you come to Ghana, typically the people who practice scarification are up in the north, aka my people and uh, related ethnicities around mm-hmm. us. But as you can see, I don't have anything on my face Traitor. in case. Um, <laughs> but um, so so this lady is a Southerner, mm-hmm. right? But she has a mark on her face. So I asked her why does she have a mark on her face? I was surprised. And she said, apparently, what she said was very similar to what you just told me. That um, her mom had a miscarriage before she gave birth to her. Mm-hmm. So the when she was born when she was born again, it's it's kinda like this child is a very stubborn child. So we're gonna give the child a mark. So when the child comes back again, we we'll know that okay, this is yes. the same child that is giving the mother exactly. trouble. Yeah. And she's funny. Mm. So like that's a long ways from Nigeria. But then it's funny that this same theme Actually runs through, runs through all the yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man. Which also reminds me, a particular use case serum did not mention, but I guess it's not really scarification. I also know someone who has a scar. He's also a Southerner. And his explanation was that he was born um, very fragile or something like that, like he was sick. Mm-hmm. 
So he was given a scar so that they could put some medication inside of it. And that actually helped him to heal. Mm -hmm. So it's not really scarification in a sense, but you can see yeah the the marks on his face because of that. Yeah. Definitely. So that's just a by the way thing. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, the southern Mozambique is where some people get aroused by um, by marks. Yes, by marks. So do you want me to start from that one? Because I I, I would have ended on that one, but I can start from that one if you want. Uh, You know, I'm having so many questions, (laughs) but I keep thinking um, because we kind of want to upload this video on YouTube. I'm kind of worried that it might get flagged as not suitable for kids. I wouldn't say, <laughs> so. I wouldn't say anything that will get it demonetized in the case. But I would advise if there's any parent watching to, you know, send your kid to go buy something like around the corner 15 minutes away. <laughs> Hopefully by the time they get back, we'll be done. <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. Mm. So proceed. Tell tell me about tell me about. Okay, so the the these group of women in rural Magude, in the Maputo province of southern Mozambique, right? Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. research was done by a lady called Heidi Gagenbach. I'm pretty sure I destroyed oh, her name. Of course, it was a yes. white woman. But <laughs> but then she, according to what she <clears throat> discovered, right, the women there have been tattooing themselves. They call it the Tinglanga. Pretty sure I destroyed that too, but mm-hmm. then ugh, maybe well. <laughs> but they call it the Tinglanga. And they've been doing that for like over 200 years, right? So, and at a point in society, it was like both men and women who do this. And they practice the cicatrization form of things. So, they do the form of scarring where they scar and then use some caustic juices to elevate the scar. So, it forms more like keloids than like flattened scars on your body right so they yeah they and the karu that i mentioned earlier from ethiopia right so these people do the the as and i so like i mentioned it was men and women at first but then it became a thing that only the women practiced so there was like a whole culture around it, it was like they had female tattoo artists in in a sense they had a they had a, a name for them let me see if i can find that but then wait uh, is it the hold on yes the mutla valley yes the mutla valley those are what they call the people the mm-hmm. artists that give them the 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 tattoos right and these people did it strictly for beautification and for like social it's like a, it was a social thing so Apparently, girls in a certain social group had like certain marks on their body, and they mostly did this on their arms and their torso and their lower belly down into the region that children should not be hearing about yet. Have you sent the kid out yet? Have you? Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's go on. Let's go on. But then, yeah, it was it was like a whole thing. The women actually like practiced a lot, right? So apparently girls would like invite themselves. They'll go in groups to bushes, right? They'll go in groups to bushes to special mutla valley that they thought were skilled enough with a gift. Or you could offer to work on the person's farmland or something like that, right? It's just like 
offer some so the 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 ladies that she interviewed made sure to tell her that it wasn't done as a payment it's not like there's a rate for which you get the tattoo it's just something you do to show appreciation to the mutla valley for giving you the yeah the, the yeah. design yes and the designs could be anything so apparently they used to be like leaves bugs something that's like significant in the culture and then when white people started arriving it started becoming stuff like keys like stuff that's associated to the european people right so these designs could be like anything right but then let me get to the part everyone is 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 <laughs> let me get to the part um, i'm really holding back on the jokes like i'm really holding back me, on the let jokes. me get to the part. <laughs> so apparently it was it wasn't a thing that was forced on people right so it's, it's not like the elders pass mm-hmm. it down to the children it's a thing that yeah the, i mean the elders would encourage like not like they would encourage it but they weren't against it it's like if you want to get a thing longer go ahead and get it if you don't no worries, right? But the pre- yeah, it doesn't really, yeah, yeah, but the pressure was more at the peer level. So it's it was more like a peer pressure thing. Your friends are getting it. If you don't get it, then they start to call you funny names. Like um there's so there's a there's a particular name they call people who don't have it. They call them oh my god, I don't think I can mention that. They call it Lumpy. <laughs> they call them Lumpy. Right. <laughs> <coughs> which means <coughs> which means fish belly so they're basically saying wait yo yo wait, yeah wait it means what fish belly so you're like as fish as belly. smooth as a fish belly smooth as a yes. fish oh okay 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 so those were like those were the kind of things so it was yeah. more like a peer pressure kind of thing right so if you if you are a young lady and you don't have it they start to call you funny names like that, right? And then a lot of them also believed that it's um, the tactile feedback helps the men that they are with or the men they are intimate with get get it up multiple times, actually. Like, so they were very specific. That's that's the part that got to be, right? Maybe because they were talking to, to a woman, right? <laughs> but they were very specific so they're like they get these they get these cars in like their inner thighs and their groins and the lower part of their abdomen right and i'm going to show you pictures of it some of them look i mean you would be surprised what turns people on but to each their own okay 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 all right Mm. first of all first of all we we would have to be moving on to other examples right (laughs) but (laughs) however however i do just want to say it's very interesting how the world is very diverse Mm. man because today's modern era a lot of places especially primarily in the west Mm. they you know have this whole um like a girl has to be smooth kind of thing you know they shave their arms shave their legs You know, like they have to be the fish belly. You kind have of thing. to be a fish belly in this in this modern world. <laughs> yeah. you, you literally have to be but, an, an lumpy. Yeah, but like, and back then it was in, for the people in Mozambique at least. It's like the it was right the exact. Opposite. I wonder if it's the same thing still. Not no not that um, those 
like people in Mozambique do get aroused by that stuff still but like I wonder if um in the same way in the west the the smoothness is um prioritized socially like it's more socially prioritized i wonder even mozambique this particular portion of mozambique we're talking about of course i don't think they still practice it to that extent no 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 right now it's sort of evolved so they don't do it it's not like the cicatrization version of things where it's like Mm -hmm. now they've evolved to using like uh needles and ash to make those those um, designs on their body. All right, that's enough for the um, part on the weird. Um, I didn't even finish stuff, but <laughs> no, we have to move on. We have to move on. We have to move okay. on. Okay, uh, fortunately or fortunately. Before I go, um, I have to tell you what they call the 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 tinglanga they get in those regions. So, this is just a, this is a take home message. So they call that the sikuma nkata which means to clutch your darling. That's that's enough said. Let's just go on. <laughs> that's what it meant. That's the name of the that's the name of the scarification. That's what they call yes, it. Yes, the ones you get in those particular areas for that particular yeah. reason. Yeah. It's it's translated mm-hmm. to English as called to clutch your darling. So power to you. Damn, those ladies must have been wow. Wow. Like, I want to. They they probably like Bruh. Like I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to like get the modern day generalized example of, you know, let's, let's just go. Just go um, <clears throat> to be honest, let's just I go. Barely on. touched on them, so if people want like a full episode on like any of these words, just let me know. I will do an extensive <laughs> one. I can't see this alone. We are in this together. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> so all right. So then there's also there's also um the another use case, perhaps the primary use case, the one I'm really interested in, is the identification because that is one that well, not that I can relate to because I have no scars in my face, mm. but um I have a bit of an idea of yeah. since you know it's practiced where I'm mm. from. Perfect. I don't know why you're not so doing this. Today episode. actually, although to a to a lesser extent <laughs> Because this is your zone. Why would I do it? Anyway, do it. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> I want to know about this the identification because mm. there are so many, so, so many different scarification um, practices all over. So many of them. And so with regards to the identification, mm-hmm. right, what I want to know is, I mean, obviously, it was the one of the reasons was likely to, um, you know, tell one ethnicity from another. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. but am I safe to assume that there was also stuff to do? For example, to tell apart a slave from a free man yeah. to identify royalty, royalty from commoner. Yes, royalty versus commoner. If you serve in a king's guard, you have a different kind of scar. Male versus female. Obviously, there will be differences in the. But then, mm-hmm. if if it wasn't obvious already, they had like different forms of scarring in their in their regions as well. It was also used in certain cases to identify like certain people. So there was there's this case in ancient Egypt where they found a woman, like a mummified body of a mm-hmm. woman, and you know how back in the day they thought like women weren't really like uh, that highly regarded in their society. Equal. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> Right. Please don't cancel us. Yeah, sorry. Okay, that's what people thought. That's what people thought. But then 
That's what they yeah. thought. That's what's funny. That's what's funny. So just, but like, just clarifying but that. But this is the thing, right? So they find this. First of all, mummification isn't done for anyone, right? So they find a woman who's mummified, yeah. who has these scars on herself. That showed that she actually served. The, so at first they thought she was the priestess of of one of the goddesses, right? And so they realized that she pretty much was like when they studied further they sort of saw that she was sort of like the physical representation she, she's like the host of the goddess in their society when it comes to stuff like that okay yeah so okay. it's like yeah. so this helped us identify what like what her role was in that society right so it's like identification is that's the thing they they thought it was just tribal but it was beyond like even if it was identification it was beyond oh, just like okay. tribal separation it was into okay so different levels, right? so if i'm getting this right mm-hmm. if i'm getting this right when it comes to scarification for identification the reasons are um identify ethnicity mm-hmm. um identify role in society mm-hmm. identify position or rank in society as yeah. well so those are like the three primary yeah. things. and so at least the group i picked they show like a good spread of that across. I'm t- so I'm going to be talking about the Edo, mm-hmm. Edo folk in Nigeria, right? So they practice mm-hmm, a very, mm-hmm. like, theirs is called the Iwu, the Iwu symbols. Wait, hold mm-hmm. on. How did you pronounce it? Is it, you said Edo? Yeah, Edo. Okay. I don't know how, it, I, I get it mixed yeah. up. I think one time I, I called them the Edo and then I think it was Sumto who was like, why are you saying it yeah. like that or something? Yeah. That was like a reaction. <laughs> I called them Edu. Yeah, so I, I, I was just asking for clarification because mm-hmm. I always forget whether it's Edu or Edu. Edu. Yeah. yeah. So they practice... Oh, background, background, yes, background, yes. before you proceed. Mm-hmm. So the Edu people of... I didn't know about the Mozambican guys. That's why I didn't give a background. But then the Edo people of Nigeria, I do know them. They are one of the more populous um, ethnicities in Nigeria. They are found in the southern portion of modern-day Nigeria. They are also the, um, let me say, the people who built what is known as the Great City of Benin. You know, we've done an episode on the Great City of Benin before. Um, Magnificent City. If you haven't listened to that podcast episode, I encourage you to go listen to it. Yes, it's incredibly awesome. Mm. Uh, anyway, proceed. Yes, so... Oh, and they speak a bunch of languages called the Edoid langu- languages. Like, they're, they're related to the Edoid languages. So, yeah, proceed. All right, so these guys have a long history of scarification, actually, right? But then, the one we are going to talk about particularly, the Iwu, they started practicing <laughs> that around the 16th century, Right. So before before mm-hmm. the Iwu, they used to scar their faces like most of the other people in that region. But then there are two theories yeah. as to why they switched. So I'm going to give you the first. Like, both of them are oral, of course, because yeah. But then you know what's you know what's funny when you mentioned like they scar themselves just like there are people in the other region. I just realized is there any Nigerian ethnic group that does not like do scarification? So we're not that I know of. We may have to check that. If you know of any Nigerian ethnic group that does not practice clarification, do let us mm. know. Because I think so far, all the ones I've seen, they all do it in some, some form. form. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but of course, there are like 
200 different ethnicities in Nigeria. So maybe there are some minor ones that mm-hmm. don't. So if you do know, let us know. I'm curious. Great. I'm just curious about that. Please proceed. Okay. So you were saying there are two reasons why they started practicing the Yeah, email. so there are two accounts for why they stopped the first version of things so and started doing the use. Yeah, so this, I'll have a link mm-hmm. as well. So this <laughs> is an account according to a man named, and I'm pretty sure I'm butchering the name, but his name is Unyomwan Orokuhu. Yeah. All right, let's go. Yeah, you definitely. I kill that. Sumto is gonna have my neck for this, but it's good. <laughs> so they said this started during, according to his account, it started during the reign of an Oba. And if you don't know, an Oba is the ruler in the. For the wait, 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 no, 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 hold on. I'm pretty sure this one you're getting it wrong. I'm pretty sure it's the Oba. Oba. Okay, so the Oba, the Oba. His name is. Which is basically king. king. Yes, basically. So there was an Oba in the late 16th century. His name is Eheng Buddha. I killed that too. <laughs> okay, let's go on. But he apparently married a daughter. According to this account, he married the daughter of the, the Yoruba ruler of Akure, which is in the Ondo state mm-hmm. current one. But then, according to the, the story, she refused to consummate the marriage which is a fancy way of saying you know what because he did not have yeah yeah yeah, yeah because he did not have like the accurate the accurate tribal marks apparently so i don't know why she assumed he would he's not one of them but I, apparently because of that he she refused to consummate the marriage and so basically in his rage he abused his wife now you see me saying abused because you kind of know what that is for that is good for we might have to like bleep that yeah, part out a word of this act reached her father of course and so later when they visited the father and this this is actually something you would probably laugh about but later when she visited when the two of them visited her father he he attacked him with a cutlass, which is something I've seen in so many Nigerian movies. Like you going to someone's house and be randomly chased out with a cutlass. <laughs> I know, <right>? <laughs> For like the littlest of offenses, you get chased out with a cutlass. <laughs> <laughs> apparently this happened to this happened to the Oba, right? So he came back home bearing scars of this attack. And so because yeah, the people yeah. did not want him to live in shame of what happened, they decided they are going to also, you know, mark themselves in that form. Yeah, so, right. I I will I will admit this one um, sounds like a, <laughs> a very plain regular tale of BS. <laughs> like the story was crafted to to explain the situation yes, pretty much def- i really <laughs> i really don't think that happened oh my goodness um if you're not familiar with this podcast one thing you'd come to realize is one thing you'd come to realize is a lot of the time like a lot of stories that are told to explain certain things you like when you read so many of them you get to a point where you're able to identify yeah like this, this probably didn't happen this sounds like it was fabricated mm, to explain exactly. something but it, it probably didn't happen <laughs> um when you see when when okay you know what let's just proceed <laughs> what's the second reason so the second reason, the second reason the second reason which i think you would believe more right is that mm-hmm. it, so this is another oba oba right his name is iwari Oba Iwari. So he apparently oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. lost two of his sons 
in like the same day, it was a, it was an incident. So he was like extremely angry when that happened, and so he was like taking it out on his subject, who naturally fled in panic, right? Of course, <laughs> who naturally fled in panic, and so to easily identify the deserting subjects, right? He decided that everyone be scarred in a different way. So if I, I just realized I haven't described what the evil look like. So the evil look like these like long blades or like it's about like a finger wide long blades that go like run across the entire length of your torso. I'm not talking about the thickness of your finger. I'm talking about like the length of your finger wide. <laughs> yeah. I see you staring in confusion. <laughs> With the length of your finger wide. wide. So like this. Like across your whole you're going to see the pictures. What like yeah. this? <laughs> so like yeah. this. So they are described as like some people liken it to like tall blades of grass in a field. Some people liken it to like like blades of a of a oh, knife or something, right. right? But that's what they look like. And depending on who you are, you'd have a certain number of them. Women tend to have like double the number men have for some reason. But then it's because, well, we will get into that later. So yes, according to this account, because he wanted to identify the deserting subject, he decided to change the form of identification and start basically assign everyone a new national ID by giving you a different kind of scar. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So that he would easily identify the ones that desert them. Because when they come back, you're like, hey, you don't bear the new marks, right? So get arrested. So that was the second account as to why they changed from the first form of scarification they usually practice to <laughs> the evil, right? Yeah, I, I still kind of doubt that one, but it at least more makes more sense, sense than, than the first, the first one. one. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yes. And so because of that, they say, they say it's typically given to people when they are transitioning from like an adolescent stage to the adulthood stage and it's like you oh know. god you saying that you saying that reminds me of um what do you call those things the adolescent yeah. rights i think you've done an episode on that actually right? i would rather have to visit that because we barely covered anything we covered it for the poor and the sunday <clears throat> yeah it was a poor and yes. the sunday societies yeah but we haven't covered but it but i i remember I remember as a kid, like when we were in, I think was it a primary or JHS? We covered adolescence yeah, rights in school, like the and there was um depot, depot, yes, depot by the and then there was another one too, and those things always scarred me. Like oh, this one literally. Why scars do you make you. kids go through all that? Yeah, and this one literally <laughs> scars you. Like why do you make kids go through all that for them to be a part of society? Mm. And you know the funny thing. Mm-hmm. In all of these societies, back then at least, I can't say for now for sure, about now for sure, but back then at least, it wasn't weird. Like, you know, it was what they knew and it was like a sign of pride. Yeah, it, it, That's the thing. Funny thing you mention it, it is a sign of pride amongst the Edo people. Like when they practice this, they, they call themselves slaves to the evil. Like that's, that's how much pride they take in being scarred to identify themselves as I presume they don't still do that. No, they though. do not. So currently it has evolved. They print the designs out on cloth instead of their bodies, thankfully. So, oh, yeah. okay. 
So they just do it on cloth and they, they wear, wear the cloth. cloth. So, it's, so you can see. Uh, you can still see them and identify <coughs> them by that. But then at least it's not, you know, forever etched on your body. So let's go on. <laughs> so let's go on. So we we do an we do an episode on the adolescent right or maybe just like a short something because I remember the one I saw that I think we have to we have to cover on that one. Yeah. Long story short, in that particular one, the kids beat each other up. I'm not holding back. Like I'm not I'm not I'm not sugarcoating it. I'm not embellishing it. They literally beat each other up as part of the initiation process. So, yeah. Please go yeah, on. Let's go on. So, like I mentioned, right? Depending on who you are, you have a certain number of scars. And the way they are positioned is also unique. So, typically, men have seven scars all along their torso. So, it's like three up in front, some at the back, and it runs the entire length of your torso. So, and they have different names for all of them. If I, if I want to dive into it, it will take like a long time. But every single one of them has a name that they give based right. on the position. <laughs> but men have seven. If you are royalty, you have six, one less. And okay. women get 16 of those scars. 16, yes. There isn't enough space on the body. There, there, like there isn't physically enough space on the body to receive sixteen long scars. How does that work? <laughs> so the thing is, the thing is that for the women, right? So where the men have like one going like the entire length, right? So there's 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 different ways. Okay. So there's one that come from like underneath the 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 boobs. <laughs> underneath the chest right it goes all the way down and then there's one that starts in the middle could have just said mummy yes. dance there's one that starts in the middle and ends above <laughs> the navel and then there's a couple that there's one that starts from underneath the navel and goes down as well but for the women the one that goes down from underneath the navel isn't one it's like it's arranged like a sort of like a fan or like a spread out feather pattern Oh, yeah, okay, so okay. that's why yeah, yeah, their yeah. number is, is is like it sounds a lot more outrageous than the men. So that's where the right. main difference is. But yeah, they find that they, they they think it makes them look beautiful. So I don't know who you're crying for. They they think it's fine. <laughs> <clears throat> I guess I get. I really wouldn't have survived in the yeah. past. Like I really wouldn't yeah. have. I would have fled. You know, I'm starting to understand why some of our people were like siding with a white man. Because like it kind of makes sense, you know, as a kid, you're growing up, you're seeing people bleeding for no good reason than they want to look good. But then you see these foreigners with nothing like that on their skin, you're like, damn. Yeah. And the thing is when they came in and they, are they were preaching things <laughs> like, you know, all that stuff is pagan and heathen and you know oh yeah i guess i should have even asked about so, that i should have asked it was about one that. of the things because um yeah i know i know for a fact that um some scarification practices have like a spiritual angle to yeah them. of course so like yeah. i mean i mentioned the especially when it comes to like the identification side mm-hmm. of things because i know priests in some societies also had a different set of scars that they had on their like faces and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. That you'd see and have. Mm-hmm. So that happened. Oh, now that you mentioned it. Yeah. So 
<coughs> like I said, um, so we know the number that women have. If you're royalty, you get one less than the regular woman. But then another cool thing was like, so if if you are okay, did I just say cool? I just I guess we identify who. It was cool, it for, was them. cool for them. It was, it was cool, cool for, for them. them. We'll go yes. with that. But then if you are part of the king's guard or the obes personal guard, the ones you have mm-hmm. over here under the mammary glands, like you call them, right? And they were mostly men, <laughs> right? So the ones under there have like a spear-shaped arrowhead to the top part of it to identify them as like the royal guard. So they bore like oh. unique... <clears throat> They, they actually refer to it as, uh, should I even attempt calling this? Isiemwero. Yes. That's what they call their kind of of you. Because that identified them specifically as um, the king's guard. Also, if the Oba. There is another also. Yeah, also, if the Oba decides to marry non Edo women, they have special names they give to those ones. Because they are. Well, the people people like that the king bestowed the honor of getting tattooed, the honor, I, I would. You mean of getting yeah, scarred? Of course, you know you're part of his harem now. You need to be mm. identified. <laughs> but mm, let's move on. <laughs> so 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 so. No. Um, mm. I think I think. I think we could end the part one around this point. We'd move on to the part two with more details moving yeah. on because we're about 40-ish minutes in. We'll do the part two. Um, but but just to wrap up with all that he has, or Fori has said <clears throat> so far. Um, anyway, anyway, yeah. let's, let's wrap this up. <laughs> let's wrap this up. Um, that's it for the part one of the episode on scarification. Mm-hmm. Part two will be coming up uh, right up. Yeah, I think I don't really know. But anyway, yes. So um, as 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 we as I mentioned or referred to earlier in the episode, this is our second um, episode that is on YouTube. That if we end up uploading this one and uploading the first one as well. If we didn't upload the first one, this will be the first episode. If we upload both of them, this will be the second episode. If we don't upload this one, then whichever one we end up uploading will be the first episode. Yeah. So thank you for joining us. And um, please remember to like, subscribe, share. Mm. Rate. Yeah, I think that's it. Rate for podcast mm. too. Rate. Rate on the podcast. And then, um, yeah, until the next time. Peace.